be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, David. And I'm Wolfie. Hey, welcome everybody to Socially Sensitive Podcast. Um, well, I guess we're not going to talk about 1883 this week since there wasn't an episode this week. Uh, they took a little, yeah. little break, so we'll just kind of cover the rest of the world. That's kind of bites. I liked 1883. Yeah. Okay. I want to start off with my show and tell, All if right. I could, please. Sounds good. Okay. You see that little notification there at the bottom of my Facebook thing? Oh, COVID vaccine, go through many tests for safety and effectiveness, and are then monitored closely. I posted that, and then I put, it's a, uh, I don't know, I guess it's a, a federal law or something like that, but it's a 21 CFR 312.7, and it has to do with promotion of investigational drugs. And it says that the promotion of an investigational new drug, a sponsor, or investor or any person acting on behalf of a sponsor or investor shall not represent in a promotional context that an investigational new drug is safe or effective for the purpose for which it is being under for which it is under investigation or otherwise promote the drug now ever since i posted this on my facebook page that little blurb at the bottom about right there right has not appeared on my facebook page even though I post stuff about COVID. COVID now. Huh. Yeah. And other, and, and I mean, not, not, I haven't posted anything since about COVID, but other people have. And that little blurb has not shown up on my thing. It's kind of interesting. At least I thought it was. That's kind of odd. It is kind of odd. And number two, my, my number two thing is, uh, do you remember Monty Python, David? Yes, like the Holy Grail and uh, all the all the the shows and the movies and the yes, yeah. Would you look up for the for the studio audience? Would you look up Monty Python Loretta? Loretta, like a video? Yes. It, well, it uh, little snippet about a, it's a minute and a half or something like that. Loretta reaction. It's it's from the life of Brian. And they were making fun of basically the Bible, and this guy named Brian was wandering around the Holy Land at the same time as Christ, and he got a following. And people thought he was the Messiah, and he told them he wasn't. But and these are some of the people that were involved in that little movement, and uh, what they discuss here. And this is 1979 when this is made, okay? Okay. They could have made this, they could have made this just last night, <laughs> talking about 
talking about trans people and stuff. So go ahead and let it play. It's right. hilarious. Any anti-imperialist group like ours must reflect such a divergence of interest within its power base. Agreed. Francis? Yeah, I think Judith's point of view is very valid, Ray. Provided the movement never forgets that it is the unalienable right of every man or woman or woman. I've seen it. I remember seeing this movie, but it, yeah, like I said, it's been a long time. Yeah. To rid himself or herself. Or herself. Agreed. Thank you, brother. Or sister. Or sister. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> I think you finished. Oh, right. Furthermore, it is the birthright of every man or woman. Why don't you shut up about women, Stan? You're putting us off. Women have a perfect right to play a part in our movement, Reg. Why are you always on about women, Stan? I want to be one. What? I want to be a woman. From now on, I want you all to call me Loretta. Loretta. What? It's my right as a man. Or a woman. Be Loretta, Stan. I want to have babies. You want to have babies? It's every man's right to have babies if he wants them. You can't have babies! Don't you oppress me. I'm not <laughs> oppressing you, Stan. You haven't got a womb. Where's the fetus going to gestate? You're going to keep it in a box? <laughs> Here, I've got an idea. Suppose you agree that he can't actually have babies, not having a womb, which is nobody's fault, not even the Romans. <laughs> or even the Romans. Right to have babies. Good idea, Judith. We shall fight the oppressors for your right to have babies, brother sister sorry what's the point <laughs> what what's the point of fighting for right to have babies when he can't have babies it is symbolic of our struggle against oppression symbolic of his struggle against reality <laughs> <laughs> i mean could they have not just done that like last night oh yeah definitely. and i mean that is freaking hilarious just struggle against reality. <laughs> it's symbolic. And you notice the two, the two, the two sitting on the end, see, and you see how they covered their face up about halfway through it. I'm pretty sure they were probably laughing their butts off because <laughs> they couldn't keep a straight face. Have you, did you see? Uh, he was on Doctor Phil. The, oh, Matt Walsh. Yes. He where he was on Doctor Phil this week that they did a trans debate. Mm-hmm. I thought Matt did a, an amazing job laying it out <laughs> as to, you know, because that was his whole thing with them was, we you're not even defining what a woman is if you say that a woman can be whatever you define it as. Then, mm -hmm. you know, that in and of itself is no definition. Right. And that's that's one of the... See, what happened? I was, I was sitting at work and my, my partner that I worked with he asked me, he's like, Russell, do you remember Benny Hill? I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, I remember Benny Hill. I said, he came on like PBS back when I was a kid. I said, there was also Monty Python's Flying Circus. I said, do you remember Monty Python's Flying Circus? He's like, no, I never heard of them. And I said, they also played a bunch of old Doctor Who on PBS, uh, right along with Monty Python and, and uh, Benny Hill. So since he had never heard of Monty Python, I decided to... I did a quick little search for Monty Python, and that particular uh, cut came up. And so I had to play it for him. And mm -hmm. he 
he laughed freaking hard. He was ridiculous. <laughs> He's like, these guys are hilarious. I said, I know they were. They were funny. They were incredibly funny, but they were so stupid. <laughs> and I said, I said, the to me, Monty Python's Quest for the Holy Grail is probably the ultimate in stupid movies. Uh, and it's probably where I get my my liking for stupid movies is that one. I mean, that's where it all started for me. Right. Really stupid movies. Monty Python. I mean, it was great. And I explained to him, you know, the the what the, some of the stuff that they were doing, how they would have like the squires carrying all their stuff behind them. And they were just acting like they were riding a horse and they were clumping like coconut shells together to make the sound for the horses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess because they couldn't afford to have horses in the movie. I don't know. And uh, I said, it was just... It was just really stupid. I said they catapulted a a uh, cow over a wall. wasn't a real cow, right? But it still was. It was funny. Yeah, I always liked and, uh, the Monty Python stuff. That and the Mel Brooks and yes, Mel Brooks was another good one. Yeah, he did uh, Spaceballs. Yeah, history uh, history of the world. So I think parts one and two. Did he do two? He did two, right? I, I think so. Yeah. A lot of those stupid movies like that, they don't they don't really have yeah. to stand held up. I mean, it's just the stupidity for the sake of stupidity. Like, right. I mean, I hate to lump this. I like this movie a whole bunch. Hudson Hawk. It's a Bruce Willis movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan of Bruce Willis, but yeah, but I mean, whatever. Yeah, it's it's all good. But uh, it's it's another one of those. Movies that doesn't take itself too seriously. It's it's kind of dumb, and I enjoy the crap out of that one. Uh, just about every time it would come on TV, uh, I would be sitting there watching. And my wife would come in the room and she'd be like, "Why are you watching that again?" I was like, "Cause I like it. It's funny." She's like, "No, it's stupid." I'm like, "Okay, it's stupid funny, <laughs> but I still like it." Right. You know, and I mean. So I've had a very long history of of enjoying stupid movies. I mean, and it goes all the way back to my childhood. I used to watch Three Stooges movies. And you talk about stupid. Those guys, they there was a whole new level with them. Yeah, Three Stooges and <clears throat> Abbott and Costello. Yeah. Silliness for silliness' sake is right. pretty much what it was. And I can't get I can't get the wife to understand that. You know, she's I'm like she's all about, you know, I guess it's gotta mean something or you know, yeah. it's gotta have some kind of deeper meaning or it's gotta be about love. Like, no, it doesn't have to have a deeper meaning. It's just it's just gotta be entertaining. It's gotta be funny. Just No no I like some shows that have a I mean, well most of the shows I like have uh you know, a lot of story, a lot of meaning, a lot of great acting. But yeah, there's a time and a place for just yeah, dumb sure. comedy. Yeah, yeah, it's dumb slapstick comedy. Yeah. <coughs> yes, and I enjoy that. But that's uh, what, I, like, like there, there's time for, you know, there's a time for Shakespeare, you know, yeah, and then there's a time for you know, the Three Stooges, right. And Abbott and Costello, and just silly movies in general. Monty Python movies. It's 
there's a time for all of it. So we talked last week about uh, Ozark, the new season of Ozark come out. You you haven't watched Ozark, did you? you or you started, you watched I, an episode I or two. I started the, I, I think I got about three or four episodes into it. Mm. And then just stopped. Okay. You should get back into it because it's really good. It's uh, the new season. Well, they there's four. This is the final season too. So they did 14 episodes. Well, they only released seven mm-hmm. of them, um, and then I think mm-hmm. they said in May they're releasing the the final seven. But mm-hmm. it, it's really good. You know, Jason Bateman's one of the main characters in it. And uh, is that yeah. the dad? Yeah. Yeah, he pay, okay. plays basically an accountant who they end up uh, <clears throat> laundering money for the Mexican cartel. Yes, but they move to the Ozarks to uh, to do that. And uh, I mean the 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 first episode really got me hooked. I liked it, but then the next three or four episodes. Yeah, just the, turned into a bunch of boring crap. Yeah, they they were trying like, to ah! they were trying to build too much, I think, on them going to the Ozark, and it was I don't know. It was yeah the first the first episode was really action packed, but then <clears throat> the if the, they could have kept that kind of thing up, oh well, they do over the, those issues or over those right. next episodes. You just need to ride out those those next few episodes because season two and three, you know, you're on the edge of your seat mm-hmm. every episode. I mean, it's like cliffhanger after cliffhanger after hmm. cliffhanger, and then they did that with season three. The end of season three going into four was a big cliffhanger, um, and then now uh, they kind of did a well. It was it was pretty big. This past couple of the last two episodes of the of the first seven. Yeah, I might have to go back and and rewatch and just struggle through that first season. Yeah, once they get to season two, once they introduce a few more characters that um, from the, the Ozarks from that area, it 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 gets a lot. I don't know, a lot more iffy as to where it's going. So, And I, I like to mm-hmm. not be able to figure it out and not be able to, uh, you know, you think, well, how are they going to get out of this one? How are, How is this going to happen? How, you know, and there's always some sort of, and this is turning into, which you, you didn't watch Breaking Bad either, did you? You said, mm-hmm. I was going to say the last two seasons no. pretty much turned into a Breaking Bad um, but instead of the meth world with Heisenberg, it was more of money laundering and power and uh, heroin. But it was really good. Um, but we should have uh, 1883 back Sunday night. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, <clears throat> and then it'll be the last five episodes back to back all the way through with no more breaks till the end. Something. Uh, did you see... Uh, it's called Severance. Seems kind of interesting, but it, it, it's a little out there. Um. Every time you find yourself here, it's because you chose to come back. Hello. 
Hello, my name is Mark S. And I have, of my own free accord, elected to undergo the procedure known as severance. I give consent to sever my memories between my work life and my personal life. I acknowledge that once the procedure is complete, I will be unable to access my personal memories whilst on the severed floor. Say gratitude. Nor will I retain work memories. Hey. Sorry, when I return home at the end of the day. I make these statements freely. See, it seems like a pretty neat concept. Um, hmm. I mean, he he goes to work in this office environment that's probably top secret NDA type stuff, and and uh, they wipe your your memory every time you go in and out. Um, so the two okay, worlds if they, don't, don't cross. If they wipe your memory every time you go in and out, then. How do you know oh. what you were working? Let's say okay. You, okay, you go out to eat not, for lunch. It's not and you wiped. come back in. They're not wiping your memory. They're partitioning your memory. This memory oh. is locked in this area. This memory is locked in this area. And when you go, kinda it's like kind of like drive. having two hard drives, right? And when you go from this, yeah. once you cross, once he gets in the elevator, it looks like it pretty much switches in his brain over um, into into that level. Work mode, right? Um, but here's more. Hi, kids. What's for dinner? We warned you. About the greeting? You were kidding. We hate it. How many reasons did we come up with? Eight. Good morning. Hi, Mr. Milchek. Mark, could I have a word? Petey is no longer with this company. I'm sorry, Mark. You guys were one of my favorite office friendships. What happened? We'd love to tell you, but unfortunately, non-disclosure policy forbids. I confer upon you the advanced role of department chief. Congratulations. A handshake is available upon request. Thank you. May I have a handshake? Do I know you? My name is Katie. I'm from work. So, we're friends? I'm your best friend. Nothing is what they say. I used to think... It would take a monster to put someone in a place like that office. Especially if the person was himself. If you want to know what's going on down there, you'll find the beginning of a very long answer. What's happening? What is it we actually do here? Daydream. It's important your eyes be kind. Do you know how to make your eyes kind? <laughs> but I, I mean, it looks interesting. So, I, <clears throat> I like ideas uh, that's, like, like that. That that's, that's different. Yeah, I like things like that that are something you not really seen before well my first thought just right off the top of my head just watching that trailer is they partition the man's memories like you would a hard drive 
they fire dude's best friend and then dude's best friend shows up. Obviously he's not at work anymore. And yet he remembers he the remembers, fact that yeah. he was the dude's. Yeah. So what? Something crossed um, over on him. He, 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 somehow, yeah, his memories merged. Yeah. That's kind of strange. I mean, the whole premise is the whole premise got shot out of the air right there because he remembers or he's a he's a uh, he's a glitch. He's a glitch. Yeah. Maybe that's why they got rid of him. Yeah. Or he was trying to he, he, you know, something on the inside when he was on the inside started realizing something's (laughs) not quite right. Mm hmm. Yeah. The Biden administration rescinded the covid mandates today, too. Hmm, good. They real finally realized, uh, yeah, this isn't going to work. <clears throat> Even though they 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 got done what they wanted to get done, which was enough of the the woke companies out there to say that no, um, we're still going to stick with it because the companies themselves can do it if they want, um, require it, mm-hmm. um, and like. Uh, which a lot of people have been upset, you know, because Carhartt came out and announced that they were going to continue to require their employees to be to be vaccinated, even though that uh, federally they it couldn't be uh, required. Um, so a lot of people then have been, you know, trashing their Carhartt stuff and burning it and in protest, and uh, and a lot of people are Can't like. Say you know, yeah, a lot of people are like, "Well, I paid way too much for this jacket, so they're just they do videos of cutting the like tag the label off of it and stuff like that as protest." But like, but it's still cold, and I still need a nice warm jacket. So, um. well, here's the great thing about that video: me living here, yeah. I can go down to uh, my local Pointer brand uh, uh, yeah. manufacturer, and I can buy a. Carhartt looking jacket that's not a Carhartt. It's actually Pointer brand and it's made almost, it looks like the same, yeah, brown material. Yeah. And it's, it's probably just as warm as a Carhartt jacket. And, uh, and like I said, it's local. I can go, I can go downtown and if I do that, I can do that. Yeah. And, I'm sure the fact that they're on the internet also, if any of our people out there have decided, hey, Carhartt's too woke, let's uh, let's let's buy uh, let's buy Pointer Brand. Yeah, I'm sure they probably wouldn't mind that a bit. But they do bibbed overalls, they do jeans, they do jean jackets, they do those Carhartt type jackets. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen a lot of the Pointer Brand stuff that really and instead of having nice. the Carhartt logo, yeah. Yeah, as long as it's good quality and still does. And you get a puppy dog picture on you. Instead <laughs> of that Carhartt logo, you get a little puppy dog. A little pointer dog. Here's a really weird thing. Uh, I just noticed this at work. Well, I, I've noticed they got a list up of, like, they're like, who's are the COVID symptoms to look out for? And I knew it was there above the time clock, but I never took time to read all of it. Yeah. The other day I was standing there and I stuck my finger up to get it scanned. I'm standing there looking at that and I glanced down through it real quick 
and it's like these are the COVID uh, symptoms to look for, and it's like bullet point. You know, you got fever, bullet point. Uh, you know, whatever. You know, they just got like a loss of appetite, loss of smell, blah 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 blah. And it just nice. goes all the way through down to the bottom, and the very the very last one, it's bullet point. None of the above. <laughs> so I go into roll call. I've got COVID. I go into roll call and I was like, hey, I think I've got COVID. And they're like, really, mate? What's up? And I was like, well, out there on that list, the very last point says none of the above. And the above. Uh, I think I need to go because I don't want to infect everybody because I think I got COVID. And they're like, uh, you're, we're shorthanded. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So, so it didn't work. I'll try it on my lieutenant. Maybe she'll agree to it tomorrow. I'll be like, LT, I'll actually take it down off the wall and take it to her. It's like, LT, I think I've got this right here. Uh, COVID symptom right here. This, I think I need to go home. <laughs> See if it'll work on her. I doubt it will. But there's always hope. Hope springs eternal. No. Uh, James O'Keefe from Project Veritas. They're supposed to have something big coming out tomorrow on uh, vaccines. Hmm. My wife shared a post with me, but of course, they're saying that it's false information. I'll give you this little blurb. This is a little, one little paragraph from the article. And they actually link to the uh, report from the from the UK government about what they're what we're talking about. It says the UK government has admitted that once you have been double vaccinated, you will never again be able to acquire full natural immune COVID variant or possibly other virus. So let's watch the real pandemic begin. Of course, this received a uh, false information from our fact checkers at uh, Facebook. Right. And of course, we all know that their fact checking is nothing but uh, opinion. And so we don't know if this is actually true or not. But in this article, there is actually a, uh, a link to a paper with a bunch of statistics and graphs on it. And it does say something in um, 23. You scroll down to it, and it says something to that effect. It also says that the UK government admits that vaccines have damaged the natural immune system of those who have been double vaccinated. And when you look at the link, it's uh, assets.publishing.service dot gov dot k slash government so it, it looks like a legit link to a, a an actual paper the narrative is crumbling what do you mean the narrative is crumbling well i suppose what i mean is the perception of reality and reality itself are bifurcating spreading apart splitting because the agenda of people in political power is altering so the narrative has to change in order to support that in this video we talk about what's going on in american hospitals around the coronavirus pandemic how we've gone from making medical workers and healthcare workers heroes to sacking them if they're not vaccinated to making them come back to work when they've got coronavirus and not support 
supporting them properly while they do the difficult jobs they do. If you want to see that full video, it's over on my channel now, and you will see the fine group of people and the array of glorious cardigans that go to work just to bring you it, not to mention this little guy. Oh, look at that log chick. All right, see you later. Bye. See you, bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at sociallysense. Thanks again and see you next time.